Lindsay always has the best internet. Her health check passes in literally 2.5 seconds. <laughs> it's because Shane doesn't accept slacky speeds. <laughs> Not in this house. <laughs> we have to do these health checks for recording every single time on Zencaster. And every time Lindsay's is like, health check passed. And then mine like two two minutes later. And then Casey's is like a year later. Literally 2022 and we are ready to record because my health check passed. It's crazy. (laughs) Can I tell you guys because Shane just sent me a screenshot that he sent to our gym and it's and it's his email. Trying he's trying to let me know that that our gym is not opened. But he emailed them a question and he literally puts nothing in his like emails. It's actually a problem. He I can read his past email and it says when is the Cherry Creek facility <laughs> going to be open again? Question mark. And then they respond back and they're like, hi, Shane. Thank you so much for responding on behalf of us. We're reaching out to you at this time. I appreciate you. And like all of a sudden he's literally so to the point. I, on my, I literally give so much backstory that I'm like talking about what happened in my fifth grade class when I was like seven years old. And I'm like, okay, they probably don't need all that information. All of my emails are always like, I I just I couch everything in niceness. I like write a direct email and then I go back and add all the nice phrases. I'm like, hi, I hope you're doing well! Exclamation point! Da da da! Wishing you all the best. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Oh my god, I cannot believe how short his emails are. That's so funny. Yeah, literally when I sign my emails, I'm like best with love um here's my left leg I love you I miss you like literally over the top wait can I actually tell you the bane of existence in corporate world is not knowing when an exclamation point is appropriate or how many exclamation points are actually appropriate literally I always have to remove a few exclamation points and then I'm like okay which sentence do I actually want to emphasize here to the team to our internal team they know I do caps to them I do exclamation points all the things but then to my (laughs) fortune 500 clients I'm like okay we can only have like max three exclamation points in this entire thing where are they (laughs) one exclamation sentence and then another exclamation sentence it has to be like we got to find that balance That's Mm -hmm. so funny. At my last job, I worked with people from all different countries, and I would always put exclamation points because that's just how I talk. (laughs) And I remember one of my coworkers being like, I think that some people might think that you're yelling at them because it's just like different depending on what country you're in. I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. It's so true. It's so true. It's the bane of existence. You just never know with the exclamation points. You never know. And all, honestly, like it's the bane of existence being such a serious corporate lawyer that I always felt like I couldn't – but also being a woman. And this is quite honestly, I feel like this is a bit of a gender thing because as a woman, I felt like no matter who I was emailing, if I sent a direct email, it would come off the wrong way. And whether it would or not, I always felt the stress around sending a direct email, particularly when it's like – an ask or something that's like, I need this information. But you're working on these transactions and you're spending hundreds of hours, but then every single time that you spend, you send hundreds of emails for each transaction, but then every single time you send an email, you can't just say, can you please send me this? You have to say, hey, hope you're doing well. Could you please send me this? Thanks so much. Hope you have a great weekend. Bye. Oh my gosh. Seriously, the politics of email is, it's a beast in itself for sure. I can't. I just told Lindsay, I don't want email anymore. Like I don't. And she told me to just, she told me to just unsubscribe. And I'm like, I think fundamentally you don't understand. I don't want it period. Like I don't want people to email me and I don't want to email people. And I mean, I will say that I would have it for my paying legal clients, but like everybody else, I just don't like communicating via email. It's a lot. It's a lot for sure. But you know what? I do have to say I love Flourish and my job now because I go in with the exclamation points and I have no shame about it. 
Oh, I love that. And me too. With all of my smaller clients, like all of my normal clients, I'm always like, they send me something and they're like, I just landed my first client. And I'll send them all caps. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you with like 20 exclamation points. So for my like smaller clients where it's not Fortune 500, not as serious, I'm so much more myself, which feels so much better for me. I still don't understand why I have this hang up that I mean, I just don't I just don't even know what level of self-acceptance I would ever be able to be at to be able to send an email to my Fortune 500 clients <laughs> with all caps and all the all the exclamation points that I would want, but I don't know, it just feels like that level is just not ever achievable. <laughs> well, let you guys know when, when Laura gets to that level. Yeah. We're all a work in progress. I'll let you know. I have realized though, and you guys know, you've seen my evolution of dress. I think sp- particularly I see Susie Batiste who owns Poopery and she I'm doing this course with her called Alive OS and I absolutely love her. Maybe one day we'll be able to have her on the podcast because she is so rad. She's so into spirituality mm-hmm. and she runs Poopery. I think her net worth is like 124 million dollars wow i'm shook and i see how she shows up to all of her meetings and all of and just the way that she dresses and the way that she composes herself every day is so her it's not a suit it's just she wears these these like kafas is that what they're called they're like robes and everything Mm mm-hmm Yeah, she comes to meetings in those and her cowboy hat and the mixture of the two is just absolutely fantastic. But it's given me so much license because I know I've been so liberated owning my own business to be able to wear what I want to wear to meetings. And But I've always thought, well, it's okay because I have a small business. It's local. It's mine. You know, I feel like if I had a bigger business, I might change. And then to see her... Like with a net worth of 124 million, which means that I don't even know how much Poopery and her other businesses are worth substantially more than that, just gives me so much license to do it myself. 100%. I love that, Lar. I think that's awesome. And I feel like, yeah, she is totally rad. I've listened to a podcast with her on it, and yeah, she is just like completely herself. And it's cool to see someone who's gotten to such a point of success by just completely being yourself. And I think. That is honestly a lot of pe- really, really successful people. That's how they get there is they're 100% themselves with no, you know, they don't apologize for it. I love it. And we've all been so conditioned to act how we think is socially acceptable. Absolutely. So I feel like we're all a work in progress on this. And you know what? If Shane wants to send his one sentence emails, let I'm going to let you do you. And then if we want to send our... 16 exclamation point emails or maybe just get off email completely then you know what we're (laughs) we're gonna do it so we encourage you guys to do the same do you do your thing do the dang thing so guys i just got a delivery of 500 pound package of a sauna except it got delivered to the wrong address because I've been in quarantine for so long and living in like three or four different places. (laughs) So I was so confused. I was like, well, I don't really know where I should deliver the sauna to. So I picked one and then I changed my mind and told them to deliver it somewhere else. And then today they called me and said that they were 15 minutes out and I'm like, okay, delivering it to the wrong address. I'm like, great. No, wait, wait, you got a sauna? That's so cool. Where did they deliver to? It delivered to James's house, and I wanted it to deliver to my house. And so now I've got this sauna that I've got to figure out. We put it in the back of my truck, but then after the guy left, we realized that it was supposed to be certain way standing up, and we're like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Oh, no. Can you believe the delivery came from my town and then needs to go back to my town. The guy was like, oh, I just came from there. I was like, well, it would have conven- been inconvenient if you guys had delivered to the place that it was supposed to be delivered to. Oh, God. That's that's a whole situation to try and move out. That's exciting. So did it actually deliver to James's house or did it deliver to a different house? 
No, I delivered to James's house, but I told them that I changed my mind to deliver it to my house. Oh, I thought that you meant that it delivered to like someone else's, like someone not related to you. I was like, oh my God, that's so fun for them. <laughs> Just here you go. Here's a sauna that you can use. Literally. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that's my uh, challenge for tonight. Well, speaking of wellness and um, wellness things, today we had a conversation with Brittany from Acupuncture and Integrative Health South Jersey. I know. It was so cool. We talked all about acupuncture. I'm all about biohacking. So the reason why I'm fascinated by acupuncture is because biohacking is basically experimenting with minuscule changes to your routine or what you're doing in your life to consistently increase your overall performance in terms of like just your bodily performance, but also your career and dream performance. So I'm all about biohacking. So that's why I've been super interested in acupuncture because even though I don't have any major symptoms that I need to treat, I've been fascinated by it as just a way to uncover and fix issues you didn't even know about because your body has this state of equilibrium and we talk about it in the podcast, a state of homeostasis that it wants to live in. And when your body is in that equilibrium, everything flows smoothly and you have a lack of resistance that you didn't even know existed. Like we talked about the new normal. Everybody lives in this normal that they don't even know is not the perfect state for their body. A hundred percent. I also loved how she touched on how um, acupuncture can hit the same. It can access the parasympathetic. Oh my god, parasympathetic nervous system. That's a mouthful. Just the same way as meditation. And I felt like that was so cool because you know meditation is such a buzzword nowadays. But I thought it was really cool that you can also have this other practice that you know does the same things for you in a different way. And she's also just like, she was so fun to talk to. If you guys don't follow her on Instagram or TikTok, you need to. It's Acupuncture South Jersey. Her TikToks are like so funny, but also really informational too. So you should definitely check it out. But anyways, let's get into the episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Flourish We Grow Together podcast. This is Laura DeFrancesco, founder and CEO of Flourish Coworking Space and Dean Street Law. Flourish is a lush, sustainable, and inspiring space to co-work and host events in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and now brought to you virtually with our online community and the We Grow Together podcast, which we love because more than anything else, Flourish is a community of people that want to grow together. I'm so excited to be here with my co-hosts, Lindsay DeFrancesco and Casey Fluharty. Hi, everyone. It's Lindsay DeFrancesco, the co-founder of Flourish. And I am Casey, the community manager of Flourish. And we are so, so excited to dive into our conversation today with Brittany Hogg, who is the owner of Acupuncture and Integrative Health South Jersey. Brittany, I'll let you take the floor. Hi, I'm so excited to be here speaking with you guys. Um, My name is Brittany Hogg. I'm a licensed acupuncturist and Chinese herbalist, and I own and operate Acupuncture and Integrative Health of South Jersey, which is located in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Amazing. And we're so excited to have you here. Can you tell the audience a little bit about, you know, what acupuncture is and how you kind of got into acupuncture? Yes. So my story, um, let's see, it goes back a little bit. So when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I was in a couple of car accidents back to back and I had really severe low back pain. And um, I kind of went through the gamut of, you know, physical therapy and seeing surgeons and getting injections and, um, you know, things helped a little bit, but nothing was really helping me. And then I kind of just, somebody recommended acupuncture and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like that's, you know, my 16 year old self was kind of like, no, that's, I've never heard anybody that did that. So I wasn't open to it. So anyway, I kind of just had my back pain and went through and I went to college and I had a goal of, I wanted to be um, a dentist. 
So, you know, I had my whole life planned out. I was going to go to undergrad and I was going to go to Temple Dental School. And I was like, yep, I have it all figured out. And um, I did not (laughs) have anything figured out, turns out. But I was in college and I um, was working with my best friend. We worked in an oral surgery office and I had taken her to get her wisdom teeth out to her surgery. And I was observing the surgery to do, um, you know, some shadowing hours. And I ended up being, you know, I just was like not having it. I was like, oh my God, this is like making me a little bit ill. So anyway, long story short, I ended up passing out during the surgery and I fell on my face and I broke my jaw in three places. So that was the universe kind of saying to me, this is not what you're meant to be doing <laughs> in a very loud way. So, you know, I was super, yeah, I was super devastated. And I was like, you know what, I, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm, you know, I'm like a junior in college at this point. So I'm like, you know, the majors, I'm, I'm already into what I'm doing, you know, as a public health major. So I, you know, I knew I wanted to be in healthcare always from ever since I was little, but now I didn't know what I was going to do and nothing was really calling to me. So one day my um, best friend called me and she was like, you know, how are you? And I was like, um, a mess. Like I'm not well. <laughs> she was like, you need to go to acupuncture. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? Like, what are you saying? And she's like, yep. Like I just started going and like, you need, you need to go. And I literally didn't even really question it. I just started looking up places near my school and I was like, this place seems good. I'm going to go. Um, made an appointment and I went and, you know, typical, it's very cliche, but it absolutely changed my life. And I was like, you know, one day I just had that download, like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do for people. You know, this is my purpose. So I went to New England, um, school of acupuncture, which is outside of Boston. And yeah, here I am. That's so crazy. It's, it's crazy how certain things happen and they're not always positive things that happen, but it leads you to the path that you're supposed to be on. Like it gives you those like clues and, the, and plants those different seeds to lead you to what you're actually supposed to be doing. Because I think for a lot of people who are in college, you're just like, I think that this is what I want to do. And we're asked at such a young age to like figure out the rest of our lives. So it's, it's nice when you like tune in and, and you just don't question things and you know that they're happening because they're supposed to happen. Sure. I totally agree. And that's, yeah, it definitely felt like a wake up call. I remember my, you know, my best friend's dad, like walking in to pick us up and he kind of just looked at me and he's like, Britt, I think you need to um, rethink your life. And I'm just like, obviously a mess. And I'm like bawling. And I'm like, no, like, what do you mean? But, you know, it was a blessing in disguise. So it, it led me led me down this path. And obviously I'm super grateful. And I obviously cannot picture myself doing anything else with my life at this point. So for sure. What is, what was your first experience like when, what at the acupuncturist that you went to for the very first time? Yeah. So I really, I called around a couple places and for whatever reason, this one place kind of stuck out to me. It was right down the street. And, um, just remember feeling really, um, you know, it was a nice atmosphere and just really feeling heard about, you know, everything that was going on with me. Um, you know, my acupuncturist, I mean, I'm like best friends with her now. She's just amazing, but she just really, I remember it being the first time that I really felt like I understood, um, a whole, having a holistic approach, meaning somebody really listening to everything that was going on with me, you know, like mind and body and being able to kind of address different things in different ways. And I didn't understand, you know, how it worked or what was going on, but I just knew that it was helping me and it was just super uh, eye-opening and it just helped me through so much. It, it exceeded my expectations. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And can you speak a little bit about the type of acupuncture you do with your patients? Like what do your patients come in for and how do you kind of address those issues with your patients? Sure. So Uh, patients that I see really are coming in for chronic conditions. Um, So whether that be chronic pain that they've had for a long time, and, you know, I do see a lot of people who have just tried other modalities and they haven't worked for them or, you know, they know that they need surgery maybe, but they're just not quite ready to commit to that. Um, So they're just looking to get out of pain and be able to live 
as pain-free as they can, you know, until they get surgery. Also deal with a lot of women's health issues. So really regulating hormones and people who have thyroid conditions or autoimmune conditions, um, unexplained infertility, I see a lot of. And honestly, you know, anxiety and depression, um, just a lot of stress disorders, digestive issues, migraines. So that's that's a lot of things, but it's that's a lot of what I see, honestly. It's really just mainly chronic issues. And then I saw that you also have the Notox Botox. Oh yes, the glow up. <laughs> the glow up. <laughs> I love that. That's the best name ever. Great marketing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I was introduced to that more recently. Um and it's just, you know, it's Again, I just like it because it's a natural way to produce collagen and just create circulation like in the face, which we don't like think about as maybe being a priority, but it really is because our face is exposed to so much. You know, we're exposed to the sunlight and these, you know, the UV rays every day. Um, We use our facial muscles probably, you know, the most. And there's just like a lot of stress that we hold in our face and just a really great way to address stress and, but also address an aesthetic, you know, concern that people have also at the same time. So what exactly is your no-tox Botox? Like, what does that look like? So it includes, sometimes it includes gua sha. Um, so just promoting circulation in the area, but it's, it is, it's needles in the face. Um, and they're strategically placed to prevent, you know, any fine lines and wrinkles, but also to lift the face and again, promote the circulation in the area, which increases cell turnover so that, you know, your skin is constantly being, you know, refreshed and bringing new cells to the area so that it looks glowy and, you know, it's producing more collagen. I love that you also mentioned that it addresses the stress that we hold in our face because whenever I do a meditation and it asks you to do a body scan of the stress, so much of the stress that I hold is in my face. And so they ask you through the meditation to let your body relax. And so much of it for me is letting my eyebrows relax and my mouth muscles relax and my tongue and my jaw relax. So I think the fact that we hold so much stress in our face is such an important, exciting reason. And I had no idea that acupuncture could address that. So wait, Lindsay and Casey, have either of you done acupuncture? No, I never have. I was saying to Brittany, I want to come do it because I've heard so many good things about it all the time, but it's just something that I, I haven't done, but I'm so interested and would love to go do it. What about you guys? I actually haven't before either, and I've looked into it before. That's actually how I found my current doctor because I wanted to go to a holistic doctor for um, my hormones, and I wanted them to have chiropractic work and acupuncture as a part of like to supplement the healing process and to promote the healing process. So... I was looking for that specifically when I was looking for a doctor for myself, and it turns out that her acupuncturist had just left, so she didn't actually have an acupuncturist anymore, but I really, I've always wanted to try it before. And I have wanted to try it for so long. I've told Lindsay a couple times that I wanted to find someone who specializes in Ayurveda and someone who specializes in acupuncturists. So this is going to be a fun conversation then to really deep dive because Brittany, you have three people who are so fascinated by it, so excited, want to try it, are dying to try it, but have not yet. (laughs) Yes, I love it. It's awesome. So can you share a little bit more about acupuncture? And I love that you share that acupuncture doesn't actually hurt because I'll admit that has been one of the things that I have been most nervous about having never done it. Yeah. So that's, you know, one of the main things. I mean, even when I first went to acupuncture, you know, you don't know what to expect. So that's also one of the scariest things is that it's something totally new and um, a new experience. So it's definitely normal to be nervous. Um, To give some perspective, so you can fit, you know, about I think it's about like 40 or 50 acupuncture needles in a hypodermic needle. So meaning like a flu shot needle, you can fit like, 
probably more than 50 acupuncture needles in that needle. So they're really as thin as a hair. So really not a painful experience. I think, you know, a lot of media maybe has uh, broadcasted in different, you know, movies and stuff like that. It's a painful and scary thing, but it's actually quite the opposite. You know, it's promoting self-healing. So, you know, the needles, there's nothing in the needles at all. They're all sterile, single use. And what we're doing when we use the needles is we put them in these specific points and it stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is basically the same thing that you're achieving when you um, enter meditation. And it's while you're in that state that the body is really able to heal itself and create that immune response and release those um, endorphins that relieve pain and again, create that immune response to increase circulation and red and white blood cells. So all the healing that needs to be done. And on your TikTok, which everyone should go follow Brittany on TikTok. She's hilarious. You got to check her out. But I think you had said in like movies and media, it kind of portrays it to be this scary thing. And on one of your TikToks, you have like a movie scene and he has like a zillion needles in his face, but your approach is kind of less needles. Can you speak a little bit about that? Is it like you're just putting a couple needles in certain pressure points or kind of how does that work? Yes. So everybody has a different approach, obviously, to acupuncture, just like any other profession. Um, I would definitely consider myself more conservative, of course, depending on who I'm treating. So that's what's also really cool about acupuncture is that it's really individualized. So, you know, people will often ask me, you know, well, like I have headaches, like what point would I use? And there are certain points that are designated for certain um, symptoms and issues, but it doesn't always work like that. It's really the, the fact that the way that it is holistic is that, you know, why you may have headaches is not the same reason that, you know, three of my other patients have headaches, if that makes sense, because it's, you know, we're dealing with the body as a whole and we're looking at the whole system and how we can approach it to help you heal best, as opposed to it's not really a one size fits all approach to every treatment. So, I mean, I would say I'm using about like 15 needles, like each treatment and they're going anywhere from, you know, there's going to be some in your face. We put them in the ear and we put them in the feet and hands. But again, it's really, it's not scary. And I I mean, I've been told I have a very gentle technique and, you know, I like to think that I don't hurt people. (laughs) Obviously that's not the goal of why they're there, but, um, a lot of people really do find it relaxing and they're able to get in that sort of meditative state um, during their treatment. So it's a win-win. That's awesome. And I know you, speaking of meditation, you talk about how acupuncture um, puts you in the same parasympathetic state as meditation. Um, can you speak a little bit on that? I'm fascinated just because, you know, everyone talks so much about meditation, but I'm interested to see how acupuncture kind of does the same thing. Yeah. So the reason why, um, you know, a lot of people have symptoms and are dealing with certain um, pain or anxiety or insomnia, different disorders. Um, A lot of it has to do with the fact that so many of us are in that fight or flight response all the time or, or majority of the time, you know, that's why that's when we feel that anxiety, we feel that angst is because we're just always in that state. That's like, okay, like, what do I have to be doing? Or what I'm worrying about something and you're not giving the body ample time to, you know, relax and do its thing that it needs to do to, you know, keep you healthy. So by getting into that meditative state, you're allowing you to get into that, the rest and digest state and, you know, the relaxation period so that your body can get back to homeostasis essentially. That's so cool. I love that. That's so interesting. And when you're putting like needles like what's the science behind that is it like a triggered brain thing that's happening when you're putting the needles in or is it relaxing into people's pressure points yeah so it's a good question it's a little bit of both so again it's really what you're targeting I mean there's some people that if I'm treating a a specific muscle you know if I'm treating a shoulder I'm treating you know the trapezius muscle I'm using a motor point to relax that muscle so that you know, the muscle fibers can relax and more circulation can be brought to the area and it can heal and reduce pain. But just like when you, you know, get a cut and 
your body, you know, you put a Band-Aid on it and your body heals the cut itself. You know, your body knows what to do. So we're creating an immune response when we put these tiny little needles in your body. It's signaling the brain. So it is a brain-body therapy and it's signaling the brain, oh, you know, I can heal. I need to heal this area. I need to release these endorphins and, you know, increase the circulation in this area. So it's, that's what I tell people, you know, you are the medicine. It's just the needles that are kind of letting your body know that, you know, first and foremost, you can be in this rest and digest state to heal. And it's signaling where the healing needs to take place. That's so cool. And you also speak a little bit about, you know, kind of marrying Eastern and Western medicine. Can you talk a little bit about why you feel it's important to do that? For sure. So I totally believe in um, integration of Eastern and Western medicine. I always tell people, you know, so when people come to my office, patients come to my office, I always require them to have a consultation first because I'm getting to know somebody and I'm, you know, I want to hear what their story is and what they have going on. And I always tell people, I will give you my best recommendation. Um, You know, I will never tell anybody that I think that I can help them if I don't think that I can help them. And I also want to be able to refer them to anybody and everybody that I think can help them in addition. You know, I don't think that I'm the end all be all. I think that everybody should go to the doctor and have a primary care doctor. And I, that's just my belief is that I think that everybody should um, participate in both and then make the decision on what is best for them. Um, Because like I said, every case is individualized and there's really not a one size fits all treatment approach. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And I think, you know, when you're looking at Eastern medicine, it's kind of looking more so at the root cause, like you had said, and then our Western medicine is kind of how, you know, treating certain symptoms and whatnot. So I think it's important, like you said, for people to get a full picture. I'm curious, because you said um, you spoke a little bit about, you know, balancing hormones. And I know you do some work with women's fertility and stuff. If someone comes to you with a hormone issue or fatigue, or a fertility issue. I know it's kind of different for everyone, but where do you kind of start? Is that acupuncture in their lower abdominal or abdomen? <laughs> I don't know what I've said. Or where would it be? Yes. Again, so um, it can be. It can be. We use points um, on the abdomen definitely to you know stimulate the ovaries and stimulate the immune response um, in the uterus and. But again, there's, we're also treating the root cause. So there's certain points and pairs of points that we're using to treat the root issue on every patient, you know, no matter what they have going on. And like I said, you know, I often have people come in and they, you know, I have people who come in and they, they haven't been to the doctors yet and or people that are doing, you know, IUI or IVF and they have all their lab work and, you know, I welcome everything. I love to see, um, you know, their blood work and what, what, is going on. I, to me, the more information that I can have is the better I can treat. I love that. And I totally agree. I'm also wondering, so when is a good time for someone to start doing acupuncture? Should you wait for those symptoms so that you can have something to tell your acupuncturist or do you, or would it be beneficial for everyone to just go and cover all their bases to improve their overall health? Like at what point is it best to go to an acupuncturist? Yes, that's an awesome question, actually. Um, So interestingly enough, acupuncture started as a preventive medicine. It was, um, it began, you know, however many thousands of years ago to treat the emperor so that he could stay healthy. So that's what I tell people. Um, People often ask me, you know, well, how long is it going to take to work and help me? And, you know, I do... I tend to see people when they're really have progressed with their symptoms. So that's why it will take a longer time for people who have more um, progressed symptoms to start feeling better sometimes. But the answer is, you know, absolutely. It's a preventive medicine and everybody, you know, even no matter how healthy you are, you know, you acupuncture can only promote homeostasis in the body and it can only promote healing. So it's never going to hurt you. It's only going to help you, you know, increase circulation and maintain the homeostasis of your body so that you can feel your best. So yes, everybody, you know, definitely should get acupuncture. There's never a wrong time to get it, honestly. Um, and it can benefit 
in ways that maybe you wouldn't even know. You know, I have people come in for stomach pain and then they're like, oh my God, like my sleep is so much better. And they didn't even realize that they had trouble sleeping. You know what I mean? It's we kind of all get into our what our own normal is and don't even realize maybe how we can feel better sometimes. A hundred percent. It's so true. I feel like everyone in America and probably everyone in the world just I feel like chronic illness is a state that everyone is in and we just don't know about it. Like I went to my doctor and I told her, she was like, so like assessing all of my symptoms. She was like, do you have bloating? Do you have this? And I was like, I mean, yeah, but isn't that normal? (laughs) I was like, everyone has that nowadays. And she was like, no, absolutely not. And it's just crazy because it's, it becomes normalized because we're in this chronic state of reoccurring symptoms. Yes. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I see it all the time and especially with, you know, with women's health and I'll ask people, you know, do you have cramping, you know, with your menstrual cycle? And they're like every, I, you know, 98% of women are like, well, just normal cramping. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to have that. Like that's not normal. And honestly, I didn't know that that wasn't normal until I went to acupuncture school and it was like, no, like you don't have to feel that way. You don't have to have premenstrual symptoms. It's not, you know, again, it's not normal for the body to feel dis-ease and that includes, you know, insomnia and anxiety and, you know, that's, it's all part of that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Part of the reason why I've been so interested in acupuncture is for sure because of just the minor things like anxiety and stress. But I've also been interested in acupuncture almost as a form of biohacking where I'm just using bio aspects of my life, like biology aspects of my life to achieve a higher level. Yeah, that's awesome. Like almost like the emperor. I just want to be the emperor. (laughs) You do. Yeah. Everybody should be. That's what I try. That's why like I say on my site and like, I truly believe like everybody, I help people feel their best so they can be their best because you're not going to be able to be your best self if you literally don't feel good. And I just, yeah, I, I truly agree with what you're saying. And again, it's, I don't, I don't think people realize that they're in this fight or flight so much of the time. And it's so sad to me because you know, we don't, it's not normal for us to feel the the anxiety that we do all the time. And it's, you know, we could, we could feel better. And that's kind of why I, I'm doing what I'm doing. It's so true. And we've almost glorified the life that creates that flight or flight. Like we've glorified having a super busy schedule and we've glorified working extra hours and doing all the things and being super productive on every single day. And now we're just starting to get into the phase where like, we're actually saying like, I show up better when I give myself self-care. Like when I take that time to be mindful and to implement these wellness practices, these holistic practices, like I show up better so I don't have to do all those things. But it's like we've glorified the flight or fight mode. A hundred percent. I mean, you're spot on. That's it's literally we're addicted to it. Actually, we're actually addicted to doing, doing, doing. What more can we be doing? We're not doing enough. Do you know what I mean? And I, I all the time, and I'm like, no, no, like (laughs) it doesn't have to be like that. You know, life doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to feel that way all the time. And it's just, I totally am on board with you for sure. And that's probably why so many people, when they go to you, it's not just like what they came for that's healing. It's also the other aspects of their life when you're going to acupuncture and you're like flipping into that state of um, parasympathetic, then your body starts to understand it. And then your body notices it, understands when it needs it. And then it's like it transitions not just that part of their life, but the other parts of their life that they didn't even know need transformation. 100%. It's literally basically giving your body permission to like receive. And that's what I tell people. Um, And I, you know, I treat a lot of women and I just people in general, and we are so used to giving, giving, giving and doing for others. And, you know, we need to start taking self-care to a whole nother level because self-care is obviously you know, it's doing your at-home face masks and it's doing your gua sha and that is awesome. And it's doing your meditation, but 
it also is allowing other people to help you. And that's what I tell people, you know, when you come to my office, this is an opportunity for you to receive, like you're here to receive. This is your time to literally heal um, and let your body know like, oh, like this is another, I can feel good. It's basically giving your body that permission and acknowledgement. I love that. That's so amazing. That makes me want to go right now. Like I need it today. I know. Let's let's all do it together. But Brittany, I I have to welcome you to our crew because you said 100% and we say that probably five times on each podcast. (laughs) So welcome to the crew. We say it too much. I love it. Me and my sister say it all the time. (laughs) That's amazing. I just was counting because I know I said it. I know Casey said it a couple times. Lindsay said it a couple times. It's just like staple in our conversation. We're going to title this episode 100% Acupuncture. <laughs> yes. I'm going to make a TikTok about it. <laughs> I love that. Can we dive deep into TikTok? Because I'm just absolutely fascinated that as an acupuncture company, you have a TikTok because – there are technologies that become slow to adopt. A lot of companies were very slow to adopt Twitter and they were slow to adopt Facebook and Instagram. And now that we've seen this repetition of people starting to understand the adoption of technology, we have companies coming on more quickly to technology and new social platforms. But to be an acupuncture acupuncturist on TikTok. I'm highly, highly impressed. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I, again, I think I was, I don't know. I think I was talking about it maybe a little bit earlier before we started recording, but I definitely, like, if you ask any of my friends, like I was, I'm not a social media person. Like I've always had Facebook, but like not really. And I didn't get Instagram, honestly, until about probably like a year, maybe a year and a half ago. And it's literally only because my friends were begging me, like, we can't even send you memes. Like, you need to get on Instagram. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, it's a time suck. Like, I'm not doing that. And then obviously I did it. And then same thing with TikTok. I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, it's all like young people. Like, and then I was like, let me just see what it's about. So anyway, I found that obviously there's all kinds of people on there and businesses. And I did question it at first. Like, is this like, is this silly to kind of be on here? And then I was like, you know what? I'm trying to look at it. Like the more people I can reach, like it's not even about people coming to my office, but just the more people I can educate on like anything that can help them. Like, why am I not going to take that opportunity basically? I love that. And you do it in a way that's so like accessible and funny for everyone to watch which I just find it's so fascinating because when you think of TikTok, you know, it's a bunch, honestly, when I'm on, it's like a lot of middle school kids, but I think it's really, really cool and creative that you've used it as an opportunity to educate people in a funny way too. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I just try to make it light again. And it really transpired over these past couple of months where, you know, we're at home and we're, God, we're, we're sick of watching the news. And I was like, how can I make this fun? Like make it fun for me. And if it's fun for me, like, you know, that energy is going to, it has to translate to other people, right? That it's hopefully entertaining. So can you share a few tips for how you decide to make your content and how other businesses can use TikTok or like what's your kind of formula? So yeah. Okay. So even with like Instagram also and TikTok, I I think I was hesitant for a while about, so, you know, acupuncture, needles, like needles are um, associated with being like scary and stuff like that. And then I was kind of like, but that's like what people want to see. Like, think about it. When you, when we want to do something different or experience in something, experience something new, right? You, what do we all do? We all go on the internet and we're like, what information can I find out about it? Like, we want to know, like, that's just, I feel like how, I mean, I won't speak for everybody, but that's how I am. Like, if I'm going to a new doctor, a new trying something, anything new, like I want to learn about it and I want to read up about it. I want to like, you know, see what it's like. So I kind of was like, you know what? People probably want to see, like, I want to show people like, this isn't scary. Like I needle myself, which obviously nobody should ever do unless you're licensed, but I, you know, it's not scary and it's not, it, it's totally just, I don't know. It's such a beneficial service that I think people really need to be um, more privy to so that they can heal. So 
my tips are just like, be yourself. So when I get my like inspiration, like, honestly, it's after like, you know, whatever I meditate or like I have an acupuncture treatment. I'm like, I hear, so when I'm on TikTok and I, it's really like the sounds that trigger me. So like whatever the, maybe the music is. And I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, it'd be so funny as if, you know, I correlated this with this. And then I just like write everything down. And then when I'm feeling inspired to do it, I kind of just like, I do it instead of being like, well, I'll do it later. I'm just like, well, I'll just do it now. Cause like you're thinking about it. So you might as well just go with it. That's so funny. I love that. And you're so good at it. Um, I'm curious, I want to get into a little bit, you know, you started your practice. What did that look like to kind of start your own business? Yeah. So I always knew I wanted to have my own office. Um, I just, I don't know. I just always felt like that. Um, and you know, going to my acupuncturist and seeing what she had. And I just made me feel like, you know what, I can do this. So when I got out of school, I worked a couple different places and it worked in really a lot of different types of offices, um, that had different styles and, you know, different models of treatment. And I learned so much from each one. And it really allowed me to kind of like get a clear picture of how I wanted my practice to be. And, um, so I always knew, you know, I'm from South Jersey and I, I love Haddonfield. Like I just love the town. It's got such a great vibe and there's so many small businesses and I just feel like it's a really great united community. And um, just really wanted to always offer a place where people feel like they can come and it's a safe space for them to just get away and, you know, uh, share whatever they're going through and have, you know, 45 minutes to themselves to just relax and, you know, get back on track and, and heal. Um, so, you know, when you are going to start a business, I mean, maybe people feel otherwise. I never felt like ready a hundred percent. I never was like, yep. And today's the day I'm a hundred percent ready to like, just <laughs> rent this office. Um, but the opportunity came and I was like, I don't know that I'll ever find this type of space again. You know, it's, it's perfect. You know, I manifested it. I wrote down what I wanted and it kind of appeared and I was like, well, Brit, here it is. Like take it or leave it. And it's been a journey to say the least. That's amazing. And I'm so happy that you manifested that. Can you share more about manifestation? Because a lot of the things that you've talked about, I recognize from what I hear either from reading Gabby Bernstein or from doing To Be Magnetic with Lacey Phillips. So I would love to hear more about how manifestation is a part of your business journey. Yes. So I'm, you know, I'm big into manifestation. Um, I probably started it or learning about, you know, law of attraction and things like that back early on when I was in college and, you know, definitely resonated with me right away. And I've, it's, you know, I've, um, I've learned so much more over the years. I think we all, you know, we get something out of it, the more we kind of put into it and research it. And I love, you know, Gabby Bernstein, Lacey Phillips, all, you know, so many great people out there. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, like his work is awesome. And just really, being clear about what you want and without any, you know, without any limitations. So I've just kind of been working on what do I really want? You know, what's my real purpose? Okay. My real purpose is I want a space, you know, I want it to be in this town because I love the vibes and energy of this town. Um, you know, I want this many rooms because I want to be able to treat as many people as I can. And, you know, I just, I want, I want it to feel like this and whatever, however that felt, I would just, I would write it out. And so, when the office space became available, I was like, yeah, this feels right to me. And it's really just been building on that. And, you know, I try to manifest every day, you know, write down my goals and just keep that momentum up um, so that I can, you know, I can provide, I can be here for patients. And again, it's kind of like that, um, you know, that spiral effect. So, okay, I'm here, I'm trying to be my best self so that I can offer my best services to my patients and then they can go and feel their best selves and then they can do whatever work they do and, you know, go out in the world. And it's just like that ripple effect. And that's kind of like the heart of where I guess, you know, I get my inspiration or my purpose. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's an incredible way to think. We all have these ripples that we impact the world with and everything truly starts with us. And then you can see those ripples play out across worlds and generations in such an incredible way. So thinking about that in that way is really, really beautiful. 
I think that it's also really cool that you did so much work beforehand to figure out and to really clarify your idea. Like you worked at different offices that did different modalities and different treatments. And then it's almost like you learned from that. And then you got clearer and clearer on your vision on exactly what you wanted to do. Totally. And I will tell you though, along the way, like I didn't always feel like that. Sometimes in the moment, it was like, this isn't what I want. Like, no, no, I don't like this. or I don't like that part. And then I was, you know, not until I became a little bit more enlightened that I was like looking back and thinking, oh, Britt, like you needed all that. um, What's the word? Like trial, like trial and error. Trial. Yeah. So you needed to know what you didn't like so that you could know what you did like and like what, what, resonated with you and how you best practice so that you can be successful. And so once I kind of like allowed myself to get into that and look at, you know, again, look at it as a positive and as, you know, stepping stones, I was able to be more appreciative and grateful for that. And then again, try to take that attitude, you know, with every day. Right. Totally. I love that. I'm also curious because you have so much experience in different modalities. I know that you do acupuncture, but you also do other types of integrative medicine. I'm curious what other modalities and treatments do you offer? And are they like a supplement to acupuncture or do they treat a whole different realm of targets? Yes. So I am... An acupuncturist and I'm an herbalist. Um, so when I was in school, I studied both uh, Chinese acupuncture and Japanese style acupuncture. Um, and I practice both, but Japanese style has, um, there's some different things, different modalities that maybe are a little bit hard to explain. Maybe it'd be easier if I, you know, if we were in person, I could show you guys, but so that includes different things. So like I offer, you know, acupuncture treatment, like for instance, I'll treat kids and I won't treat them with needles. Like I can treat them with different tools and just do energy work with them in that way. Um, I also am a Chinese herbalist. So I prescribe uh, herbal supplements for patients, again, tailored to them and everything they have going on. So that's really an enhancement um, or a supplement, you know, to their complementary to their acupuncture treatments. Yeah, I think that that I think that that's so cool because it it almost rounds it out. Like they can go to you for their acupuncture, and then when they're at home, they can keep on doing the work with the herbal supplements. I've actually never heard of Japanese, probably because I'm it's not like my realm of expertise. But I've heard of Chinese medicine. I've never heard of Japanese medicine. Do you mind explaining that a little bit? Yeah. So when I say Japanese, so it's really a Jap, the Japanese is a different style of acupuncture. Um, and you know, there's Korean acupuncture, there's, there's all different types. And, um, so when I was in school, there was an option to learn the Japanese style and it's really just like a different, um, it's a different technique. They have a different way of treating, um, the root cause. And again, nothing is right or wrong. It's just all preference. And it's just, um, you know, just more, more options for treatment. So it's just, it was more, it's more tools in my, in my, um, toolbox, if you will. So it's a little bit more of a conservative approach. Again, they use less needles. Um, and it's just something that resonated more with me. And they, again, they use different tools for energy work, which is really beneficial for people who are needle sensitive or, you know, for kids who are super young, you know, I've had experience using it, um, even treating, you know, infants. So it's, it's really awesome. So cool. Can you share with everybody one of your favorite resources that you've used to develop yourself personally or to grow your business? Oh my God. So many. Yes. Um, (laughs) So I've used, I'm going to think of some like good books that I've used or read. Definitely Gabby Bernstein. Um, Her books and just like her really her audio books are really resonate with me. I mean, her books in general, but I like listening to the audio books. Something about uh, listening really resonates with me well. Um, what else? Just like really like a lot of positive affirmations and a lot of like journaling and just, again, kind of picking apart like where you're holding yourself back. And that's something that I've 
kind of been working on personally is, you know, really learning how to get out of your own way and um, realizing that, you know, if you're holding yourself back, you're just, it's a disservice to yourself and it's a disservice to, you know, whoever you're meant to help in the world also. So just kind of working on that. And again, Joe Dispenza, I really love him. I love his meditations and just, I love the way he can explain things maybe in a different way. Um, that's a little bit more um, scientific and talking about like quantum and things like that. I think it's really that that works for me is to hear it in different ways. I love his book, Becoming Supernatural. I'm still in the midst of reading it, but I've been wanting to try his meditations for so long. Oh, absolutely. They're awesome. I, yeah, I love his books. I would like love to go on one of his retreats one day. It's definitely on my list. Me too. I don't even know where they are. I need to figure it out. I think I looked it up one day, but that was right when pandemic started. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to go to one of his retreats. I think seeing him in person would be one of the most impactful ways that you can learn from him. So cool. Well, can you share with everybody where they can find you? Yes. So I am on Instagram. Um, it's Acupuncture South Jersey and same for TikTok, Acupuncture South Jersey. My website is acupunctursj.com. I'm on Facebook too. <laughs> so yeah. And everybody can find you in Haddonfield, correct? Yeah. So I'm in Haddonfield, um, right on Haddon Ave. So really close to downtown. Amazing. Next time that James drops off some wine in Philly, I'm going to have to tell him to drop me off in Haddonfield and he can drop off his wine and then come pick me up. Love it. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us, everyone. Please send your love to Brittany. Check out her TikTok. Check out her Instagram. I think you're going to really love it. And she has been such a wealth of information. And I know if you have some acupuncture that you want to try, she would be good hands to be in. And I'm really excited to stop by and visit you, Brittany. Awesome. Yes. I would love to meet you guys officially in person and treat you. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Brittany. Thank you everyone so, so much for joining us for this week's episode of the We Grow Together podcast. It means so, so much to us to see our community growing, truly. It just makes my heart happy. We've gotten this tribe and it's grown little by little every single week and people have been reaching out to us. They've been DMing me, sharing how much the podcast has helped them grow and impacted them. And that just makes my heart so, so happy. It would mean the world to us if you guys could subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That's one of the best ways to help it grow. And make sure that you include in the review your Instagram handle. So every single podcast episode that we release every single week. We announce a winner of a free month at Flourish. And also, if you're out of the area, you'll also receive access to our social media workshop and our money management workshop for free as a huge thank you for all of your support. You can shout it out to the rooftops, share all about the Flourish We Grow Together podcast. That would mean the world to us. You can share with your friends, text them, or share on social media, and you can tag us at Flourish Westchester. You can tag me, Laura, at Laura MD Francesco. Lindsay at Sweet Green Soul. Me, Casey, at Casey Flow. And all of that's in the show notes. And we also have the winner of each podcast giveaway in the show notes as well as on our social media. So be sure to check that out. And then also check out Brittany's TikTok. Check out Brittany's Instagram. I think it's really inspiring for so many people who have a small business and don't really understand how to use social media to leverage their small business. She does a really great job at showing how you can use a platform in a fun, inviting way to also grow your business. You know, TikTok started as something more for dance and you, younger crowd as most platforms do and it's evolving and more and more businesses are there. I think this has inspired me and by the time that you hear this episode, you will have we will have TikToks for Flourish and we'll have TikTok for Dean Street Law because I think it's really important that businesses become first movers in those spaces. 
100%. 100%. We literally say that all day long. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to the episode. Definitely enter to win the giveaway. And check us out for next week's episode. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye.